0: to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Today, the Padres kick off a three-game series in Colorado against the Rockies. And hosting the program, it's Annie Heilbrin, who's hosting without the assistance of producer Blooper, who's torturing Buffalo, New York, with a visit to that fine area. Uh, no. I personally
1: think the people of Buffalo <laughs> deserve better.
0: Alongside Annie, it's Randy Jones, who, surprisingly, misses Blooper and wants to fly him back here ASAP. I want you to know What's right now, guys, I'm buying Blooper a ticket. And rounding out the crew, it's Bob Scanlon, who has a good day every day.
2: I'm having a great day. Are you kidding? We've got the Tres Amigos right here? Uh, Or maybe it's the Three Stooges. I'm not sure which.
0: Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Annie Heilbrun, Randy Jones, and Bob Scanlon. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Welcome to Padre Social Hour, everyone. It is a beautiful Friday afternoon. You, oh, hate, you yes hate it when is. I say that, I know. It's Randy. Well, beautiful it's every day. <laughs> You're being <laughs> redundant, Annie. It's obvious. It's beautiful here in San Diego. I love it,
2: Annie. Say it as much as you'd like.
1: Thank you, scans. I appreciate your optimism <laughs> with Grouchy McGroucherson <and> <laughs> over here next to you. So the two different worlds right here, but it is a weekend edition. It's officially the weekend, right, of Padre Social Hour, so we're happy about that.
3: Yeah, the freeways say it's a weekend. <laughs> exactly. It started yeah. at that 2 o'clock today. It was busy, yeah. wasn't it? Everyone getting off early. It yeah, was going nuts.
1: And, of course, Seth's Bills lost last night. So
2: Not only did they lose, Annie, <laughs> but notice that <laughs> Seth goes to watch a football game. And what happens? The first firing of the NFL season, the offensive coordinator for the Bills, Gonzo. Nice oh. job, Blooper. Way Blame to get your man fired.
1: Seth. Well, give him a, Seth. Give him a
3: high five when <laughs> he gets back. But we
1: are in the trusting hands of Cole today, so we're excited to see where that goes. We want to start out with some (laughs) – yeah, he looks thrilled. We want to start out with some news, Um, obviously. If you're watching this show, you've probably heard about it already. But we're going to recap some of it right now. A.J. Preller, Padres GM, was suspended without pay for 30 days. Major League Baseball completed an investigation. And they announced a press release yesterday about the transaction between Drew Pomerantz to the Red Sox. Some health matters that were not disclosed or some discrepancies in the ways they were disclosed. So as a result of this matter, Major League Baseball announced that A.J. Preller would be suspended for 30 days without pay. They consider the matter closed per the press release and they have no further comment. Now, the Padres also released their statement yesterday from Chairman Ron Fowler, Managing Partner Peter Seidler, and President and CEO Mike D that they accept the discipline handed down from MLB. They will fully comply with Commissioner Manfred and that to be clear, they believe that there was no intent on the part of A.J. Preller. So they're disappointed. They will lose A.J. Preller's services for 30 days, but they will work closely upon his reinstatement, support him to ensure that this does not happen again. Uh, AJ Preller, for his part, said he accepts full responsibility, and that they will, you know, move forward. It will be a learning process for the team. He accepts his punishment, and he will move forward. So, all of that came down yesterday. Obviously, the situation per MLB is closed, but at this point, you know, you just move forward. That's all you really can do is just move forward and accept the punishment that was given or the consequences of with it and then you just keep on going keep on Im- trucking. I'm
2: just impressed that you were able to read that small print on the <laughs> screen there, Annie, so obviously <laughs> the <laughs> medical report on your eyes is correct. Uh, I mean, that was pretty very good. Very good. Listen,
1: it was all, <laughs> yeah, all that, that, you know, bat. Is it bats that have good eyesight? Am I a bat? No? Bats are no. blind. Bats, bats are, are
2: blind. <laughs> <laughs> you got great sonar, though. We can out. give you that <laughs> sonar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways, we appreciate you hanging in there through that and uh, we will move forward as we said. I was thinking about the topic today at hand and what I wanted to open the show with because there was no game yesterday, as you guys know, no Padres game. And I could come up with nothing except for the Chihuahuas. How do we not give the El Paso Chihuahuas some love? How do we not make them the leadoff segment when they are 2-0 in the PCL Championship and they can clinch, they can win, they can be playoff postseason winners if they get a win today in Oklahoma City. I mean, does that not excite you, fellas? Well, it
2: excites me not only because I love seeing winners in the organization, Randy, right. but who are they beating right now? Dodgers. The Doyers. Oh, yeah, the Doyers. The Oklahoma City
0: hey, Doyers. You They're gotta going like down. you got to like that. <laughs> you got to love it. One out of
3: three. Yeah. Playing good baseball. Here's solid. What you know, that's what I love about it.
1: They won Wednesday 10-4, but the day before on Tuesday, they had this great come-from-behind win, this great you know thriller to win 7-5. Yesterday's game, Austin Hedges, three for four with two home runs and three RBIs. Uh, Carlos Asuaje, two for three with a homer and two RBIs. Manny Margot, two triples, three triples total in the series. So we're watching some of those highlights right now. Here's what I want to know. At that level, to go through some winning baseball where you not only have a a pounding, a 10-4 pounding, but then the night before you have a big comeback win, so you've got to fight, you know, you have that gritty game where you've got to fight for the win. How good is that for these young players to be going through some of that and to get that experience in the postseason? I,
3: you know, I think it's invaluable right now at this stage of their career. Uh, and, you know, like the names you're talking about are names that we're we're associating with the big leagues, exactly. if not next year. that You know, the following year, it's all about, you know, when, when they're game ready for the major leagues and when they get up here. But, the, you know, the right names are keep popping up with home runs, triples, making things happen, winning ballgames, down five to nothing. And that, that gives me an indication. Pitching stepped up, you know. Five nothing early in the game. They come back when seven to five. Bullpen comes in, slams the door. A lot of positive things. I just keep hearing about these playoffs. Yeah, and
2: y- Randy, as you know, sometimes on these minor league rosters, especially AAA, it's the it's the toughest place to play. Mm-hmm. It's the toughest place to manage. And especially come playoff time, when a team gets their season extended, there's some guys that are yeah. going to be grumpy gusses, right? <laughs> yeah. And they're saying, I should be up in the big leagues right now, and instead I'm down here. I mean. I've, I've played on some championship minor league teams and, and there were guys like that and so i've not gotten the sense that any of that is going on and what's really refreshing that you just refer to is the big names that we're hearing are all the young guys who yes. should yes. be getting the most out of this experience yep. and are making the most and out of this experience they're definitely
3: stepping up and, and getting the job done and you know and it, it just feels good and like i said you still got to get it done mm-hmm. yeah you lead two and oh i remember a. A Chicago team leading another team 2 <laughs> <laughs> and, and and all of a sudden something <laughs> happened, and the other one, you know, so you you, you, you never can gotta just relax. It, yeah. You got to continue to, you know, put your foot on the throttle and get it done. But these guys have done it all year long, and uh, once again, I mean, you just watch them in this this playoff atmosphere. Probably as close as you can get, in my opinion, to be yeah. in, in the big leagues. Oh yeah, and, and right now the, the the level of competitiveness they have, uh, but you know, they still. I had two home runs, you know, from Austin and mm-hmm. yeah, another home run, a trip. I mean the right guy's getting it done. I'm impressed. You know what else is kind of
2: interesting, Randy? Y- y- you talk about this is the next closest thing to the big leagues. But not only that, actually in some ways, the competition that they're playing right now is as good as they've played all season long. And the reason I say that is because we both know <laughs> organizations stack their minor league rosters come playoff time. Yep. And mm. so they're putting yes. every guy that, you know, was doing great in double A. On that roster, so you've basically got the best of the best of anybody in that organization from high A ball, double A, and triple A stacked on those rosters right now, and and the guys that are hot, and and they're giving those guys a chance to compete. So it is a good experience, I think.
3: Yeah, all levels, like you're talking about. If uh, you were in, in double A and having a good year, you know, pitching, all of a yeah. sudden you find yourself on yep. the AAA roster. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that. Experience is invaluable.
1: I also think that having to w- – or getting some wins in the postseason, I think that, like, winning culture, or that winning feeling is something that you can stick with you throughout your career, because some of these guys, you know, you come through, you never experience <laughs> that. You don't know what it's like to win in the postseason. And even though this is at the AAA level, again, just that feeling of, oh, this is what it feels like to, to maybe become okay. championship hey, How about champions. bringing
3: that winning attitude?
2: With exactly.
1: You <laughs> you, you kind of get an edge to yourself, like you expect to win a I little mean, bit. What do you think? You know? oh,
2: I- the y- you you've known some organizations that actually go out and they scout kids and they sign them sometimes based on exactly. what they've done in their high school and collegiate career and you and the scouts will be like okay he's got certain tools and you know he projects to be this that and the other thing and there's always the intangible hey the kid's a winner mm-hmm. the kid's been a part of winning teams he's been part of winning programs and that is the intangible thing that you want to bring he to your clubhouse, right. regardless of how fast he runs, how hard he hits the ball, how, how hard he can fire a fastball. If the guy doesn't know how to win, right. is he really going to help you bring a championship? Yeah, and,
3: and some of you just can't coach that.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't know how
3: you teach that. you it's, it's, it's probably got to be inside you. I mean, I, I wasn't throwing 95 when I got drafted, but right. I knew how to pitch. I knew how to win ballgames. I knew how to get people out. Right. right. That's about all I, b- I bank my career on. Yeah, and it. some of it is just you're born with it or you're not mm-hmm. in some cases. Now,
2: there's some. Mm-hmm. I think there's some guys
3: that learn how to do it. Maybe I they're agree.
2: scared to be successful early on, and they need to taste a little bit of it and be, be around guys that it. have done it. Say, hell, right. Hey, you know what?
3: That felt pretty darn good. and or that, or that right coach, you know, hits the right button.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. Gets that you that fired that up. Happen,
2: and brings yep. it
1: out of you. Exactly.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I got a strategy question for
2: you, Randy. Ooh, I like it. Three game, You got a, a best of five, right? Or actually, these are two out of threes right no, now. Right now, it's just you two, know, two out, out of threes. three. So in terms of setting up your, your pitching rotation, some guys go with their best pitcher in game number one. I actually played on a team where our manager put the hottest pitcher in game number three with the f- theory being, hmm. look, if a series is tied 1-1, we've got to have that, that balancing game, the third game, and get in favor. If we're down 2-0, we've got we to seal it up. If we're up 2-0, we've got to – you know what I'm saying? That third game, I guess, is it more important than the, the number one game? If, if you were the manager putting together your, your pitching rotation, I you p- a no, I
3: put my, I put my number one guy. Your number
2: one guy is number one. one, one. Do you we'll put your number I two guy number two, or do you put your, your second best guy in the third spot? So in other words,
3: you don't think that the third spot in the in that uh, that best of three is that important? No. Okay. Well, in the old days, mm. you know, if I was the number one guy, and I pitched game one. Well, you were working out of the pen the next day too, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was pitching game three. <laughs> exactly. You know, I was starting game three. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, you know, that's that's what we did. But I I, th- I think you got to go with what got you there. I mean, mm. I mean, yeah, you know, overload TMI, too much information. Hey. Here's my three best go, <laughs> you, know, you know, you you get you get you got your ace back on the mound.
1: Was it Randy who told me, remember when I was it you who said that, Um, you know, how guys these days have their iPads and their scouting reports and they can go through all the film and blah, blah, blah. Was it you who told me used to open the, the newspaper yeah. and just look at the pitching matchup or whatever? Oh, <laughs> yeah. And, <I> then <laughs> and that I was like. F- <laughs> I look
3: at three days of box scores, but, you know, yeah. the Cincinnati Reds <laughs> and, I'd, and I'd watch see who's hot, who's swinging the bat. Well, pretty simple, right? Yeah.
2: I kind of love it. I mean,
1: look. (laughs) Back-to-back I mean, they didn't have the other stuff in the 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 old days. Sorry, Randy. But they did, (laughs) and they were
2: trying to get to it. And so you'd sit in these pitching meetings. And Randy, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure you went through the same thing. Maybe not. But we would sit through them, and it would be 10 minutes of can't pitch this guy inside. Be careful of the breaking ball in the zone. Don't throw him any change-ups. I mean, and by the time you're done, you feel like, are we – we're facing Babe Ruth yeah. and Ty oh, yeah. Cobb, <laughs> every guy that walks up there. In, in how the se- about just making a pitch? <laughs> yeah. In the, in the <laughs> 70s, we didn't do that. Use your stuff and make yeah. a pitch, right. <laughs> I mean,
3: every once <laughs> in a while, what we do is uh, you might have a team meeting after BP, and I remember Jerry Coleman did that to me once. And, oh and only one time did I do it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting there, and
0: Jerry <laughs> goes, I'm
3: score to the lineup. And he goes, Randy, uh, how are you going to pitch Pete Rose? I said, uh, sinkers away, sliders in. And he goes, all right. Joe Morgan, uh, sliders away, sinkers down and in. <laughs> uh, Johnny Bench, I'm gonna keep the ball sinker balls away, curveballs wasted, no no sliders, you know. And that's you know, and that guy sinker balls away, sliders in. He goes. <laughs> He goes, You're pitching everybody the same way? I said, <laughs> this is a dumb meeting. What are you, <laughs> <do> <laughs> that's how you I get people out. You <laughs> what are you going me to tell you? <laughs> this is four what I four love. seam fastballs on the <laughs> <laughs> neck? Yeah. I don't, that's not yeah, me. Yeah, that's you going roll back and yeah. do something yeah. different. Like, yeah. Yeah. Go with your strength. Yeah. Go with what but you're, I you're I good at. And he finally he just grinned at me. He said, I don't even know. I'm never mind. Yeah. Wasting my time. Never going to happen again. Yeah, but
2: sometimes you do need to just keep it simple and go with what your strength is. And like you said, Randy, note who's hot who's hot on right. the d- who do I need to avoid? Because and,
3: and, and that's what a scouting report should tell you. Yeah, you right. Know, he, you know, d- don't let this guy beat you swinging a hot bat he has for the last week or ten days, whatever it might be. He's
1: on a roll. And, you yeah, you know, the ball
3: looks this big when it's coming in there. Yeah, I don't care where you throw mm. it. And, and you know, and I would heed that if Tony Perez, <laughs> I wasn't gonna let Tony Perez beat me. couple, you have know, one guy on or two outs, a guy on third or second base, I'm walking Tony. Yeah, or hey, you're gonna be reaching so bad for this pitch <laughs> you're not gonna <laughs> hit it anywhere. Uh, you know and i would at times you know walk that one person to get to the next person see
2: now that's that's beating a lineup
3: that's
0: knowing that's how right. to pitch right.
2: to
3: a lineup and beat a lineup
2: but and i think that's a lost strategy art in I a lot I of agree. ways
3: i agree because everything's given to you yeah. is so structured and before I'm, I'm driving down to the ballpark today i'm going to pitch and and i'm you know in a half an hour 35 minute driving i've gone through the lineup yeah the starting lineup yep i've, I've gone through all of do it in, it in your head mind. yes and you know what i want to do with the, you know the first time and you know, it's a lot of times I'd get to the second and third time. I That's so funny you say that. I did the exact same thing when I was going to the ballpark. I would go through my
2: mind twi- and see myself getting 27 outs. Yeah. And I would set up every situation possible. You know, bases loaded, yeah. nobody out, 3-0 count, and see and myself you know getting really through it.
3: Sometimes I'd go be going through it and I'd smile. Because knew he knew you he already, he already won got got him out. in your yeah, head, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go, man, if that's not a double play ball, I mean, I need it. But See, I, you know. not having I his command, that. I had to put myself <laughs> in situations <laughs> in my mind <laughs> of <laughs> like, okay, I got my back to the wall. <laughs> how am
2: I going to get know, out of it? Randy never had to
3: worry about I that. Just, it was just amazing.
1: I think it's so great. And yeah. you know, and Scans knows too, I mean, how, how many times pitchers can talk themselves out of something versus going with their gut, oh going with what they know works, and then, you know, mentally they just overthink it, talk themselves out of it, have a bad game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Here's, here's one for you, Randy. Uh, speaking of that, mm-hmm. did you ever play with guys that beat themselves before they even went into the right. game because of who the umpire was? Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, there's other things, too, but that always but drove me crazy. Yeah, when d- I've got so-and-so behind the plate. He's got the smallest strike zone. So you. So so he yeah. doesn't
3: like me worth a dime.
2: Is
1: that a thing? <laughs> oh, totally. In really? well, the, the
3: old days, it was, I mean, it was apparent. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, they, they, they so if y- the umpire didn't like you, he'd squeeze your tail. And make make he that strike zone make make real small. He can make your yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. But
1: and do and guys must remember that they rem- they remember them. You know yeah. these same guys, the ump- same umpires hey, that's, game after game. They, every, right. Every
3: offseason, every umpire that lived here in San Diego, any any golf tournaments I had, I always invited the umpires, they players, yeah. celebrity come on out and play for free. <laughs> you tried to Diggy. woo them. Why <laughs> not? Are you kidding? Absolutely.
1: he <laughs> sent them whatever. fruit baskets. And and you know. I don't know. care if it's one pitch, man. I'm, yeah. I'm looking for it. Give me that pitch, yeah. all right?
2: So <laughs> so here's where maybe some of the uh, new advanced technology that they have actually helps because now what they do is they send the guy on his iPad a list of all the umpires, a picture of the guy, and what his interests are. He likes to fish. He's a great bowler. Had a 300-bowl game when he was at, you know, whatever it is. And now you that's can go a up good there.
3: scouting report. How about that it? You walk up mm-hmm.
2: there and say, hey, Scotty, good to see you tonight. How's that bowling game going on? You know, just, just Something to try to personalize it a little so bit. So whether funny. whether it works or not, hey, yeah. it can't hurt, right? But and it's
1: a mental thing too to just yeah. kind of get, get 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 it out I there. You I know. I think
3: a true disadvantage though is when you you know you potentially going to make 36, 37 starts in a season or thirty six starts, yeah, and have a different umpire behind the plate <laughs> every start. True. Because yeah.
2: you've got to learn
1: him not. every time. Yeah. You know. Well,
2: because guys never learn your rhythm, and they don't know how your pitches <laughs> right. are going to move. That's and they why don't like understand. National League and American League. Yeah. Because right. they know which guys not to give up on your changeup that you're going back to well, or it, well whatever you know, it is. So
3: that, and that guy watches you day in and day out, they're, they're yep. you know, and he knows your tendencies, what's how you like to pitch. Yep. And all of a sudden, he gets behind the plate, and if you establish those spots and you're hitting those spots, yeah. yep. you're kind of making his job easier, yeah. and you can make your life easier if you're consistent. Yeah. It's when you're inconsistent like I've seen so much from our guys. You know, Norris will set up down and away, and he mm. almost hits a guy. Yep. You know, <laughs> you say, gee, why didn't I get the next call? Right. Well, you don't. Need, you know, if you're not consistent, he's not going to give you the call for one pick. Exactly.
2: My, my favorite umpire that I had, and he actually umpired a game here just last week, <laughs> and the zone was about, oh, that big, about three <laughs> feet by five <laughs> feet tall, right? And so we had a game one time, and, and as I'm walking out the mound, he goes, "Scan the faster you do your warm-up pitches, the wider the strike oh, going to get. Oh, that's great. I was running out to the mound. I was taking four pitches in between innings. I was, oh I was getting six inches off the plate, Randy. It was a beautiful thing. I
1: love that. that. Just own it scratch you know yeah. quit pro quo bottom a car later that season <laughs> but anyway all right we'll <laughs> get to more of this after the break I want to remind everyone to get social with us hashtag Padres SH we've got two great pictures on the couch right now you can ask them a whole bunch of questions and you can also go to our chat Padres slash social hour but for now do you want to create lifelong memories with your family and loved ones reward employees or build relationships with clients Join the Padres family by becoming a Padres season ticket member in 2017. To learn more, visit Padres.com compadres. We will be right back with more after the break.
0: Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour.
1: Back to Padres Social Hour, everybody. Padres are in Colorado, getting ready for a three-game set against the Rockies. Rocky That's
2: Mountain high. Rocky Mountain. The oh, really? I broke out the spitball
3: in Colorado. But you would, it would
2: dry before you even got it onto the ball. It's oh, so dry out
3: well, right. there. Might I would. Tutored by Gaylord Perry. How dare you say that? <laughs> <she laughs> <laughs> 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 oh, never mind. That's a different that's <laughs> type of Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Randy, Vaseline there's a, a,
1: great, a great tweet <laughs> for you from uh, Joe Costanzo. Geez, Randy, you're making it sound like they did the scouting reports with a hammer and chisel. <laughs> <laughs> you're not that old, brother.
3: <laughs> 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 All right? <laughs> no, <laughs> hey, I back
1: didn't. in those days, they didn't have the Internet, so you just got, you got the newspaper, well, you know, and that's you, it. You did. <laughs> I mean, and
3: like, you know, lineups would vary a little bit, but not <laughs> a lot. You knew who was on the rosters, and it was just a book you had in your mind. Well, yeah, I, just, I, knew how to, I knew how I was going to pitch. Everybody looked and see who was playing. And right. That's I a d- great point, too, about the lineups it. not changing as much as they changed.
1: They now didn't. they change a lot. Oh, yeah. 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 I
3: mean, who's going to p- who, who are you going to face for the Reds? Duh. Right. <laughs> Johnny Bench? Joe Morgan? Pitcher, you think? Pitcher, that's yeah. about it. Right. I you wish know. you
1: guys could all hear the conversation they have during the break. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like this, this pure pitching conversation about this and that, and just it's good well stuff. So you got
3: to a certain point. You knew Merv mm-hmm. like, with the Reds. Yeah, 75, you know, as Merv Rittman in the seventh, he's going to pinch it. Right, right. Yeah, you know, I I knew I was going to see Merv sooner or later. Right. And here he come. Yeah, I mean, just like (laughs) clockwork.
1: (laughs) And you know how to pitch up. All right. We're going to take a little bit of a look around MLB because again, there was no Padres games yesterday, but we're going to kind of turn it a little bit towards the Padres and how some of these might be similar things to what the Padres might be going through in the future. This is not quite there yet, but we'll get there in a second with the Cubs. Th- so the Cubs clinched the NL Central they, for the first time since 2008. Now they did it with some help from the Giants. The Giants, of course, beat the Car- um, the Brewers. I'm sorry. So the you know the, the the Cubs couldn't really pop the champagne after the game because you know it was dark at Wrigley. It wasn't wasn't really quite the win that they got. They they lost that day. That's so. a
2: ripoff, isn't it? Yeah. I mean the season they've had. Yeah. And you don't get a chance to really pop. Everybody's sitting at home or wherever they are just waiting. Oh, yeah,
1: Yeah. the Cardinals. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah. Giants (laughs) beat the Cardinals. Chicago lost to the Brewers. So they said that there was, uh, you know, the newspaper articles that came out said that there was, you know, cars honking and people, people celebrating in the streets. But it wasn't quite the same mystique as you would get if you were able to run in the clubhouse and pop some champagne and everything. So there was a kind of a fun little thing about it is the benefit or a harm to clinching early. The Cubs, this is the fifth fastest dis- division clinching since 1996 when they brought in the wild card. So the, fr- you know, since the wild card er- card era started. I don't know. Mentally, you know, you see this a lot with, um, with other teams and th- throughout professional sports as well. You can clinch early and maybe you kind of ride out the rest of the season. You don't have that same kind of momentum as a team that might be just grinding, trying to get in there, trying to win the wild card, and kind of using that momentum throughout the postseason. Or you can clinch early, rest your guys. Maybe your guys are fresher coming in. What do you guys think? Is there a benefit or a harm to clinching early? I
3: think more or less, more times than not, it's a harm. You know, too much time. Too much time. And you lose you lose that little bit of edge. But I, th- I think it's the makeup of the Cubs and their manager, uh, they, they have that other level. That other, They can hit the accelerator and get to this level. I don't think it's going to matter.
1: You and think they have like the it factor? Ooh,
3: they—they know how to step it up <laughs> just that—that that little bit more. And I—I I really believe that lineup. You know, pitching. Be, you know, you just got to communicate with them. What do they want? What's Ariel want to do? What's Lester want to do? I mean, you know, that—that's mm-hmm. be the big factor. Hey, if you want to stay in a rotation, or what? What do you? Uh, you want right. to? D- you want a couple extra days? How do you feel? I think it's strictly up to them. So they're mentally ready.
1: They're more in the driver's seat. Physically, you hey, yeah.
3: you're ready.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%, Randy. And as a player early on in my career, I used to think, this is wonderful. This is awesome. We've actually <laughs> got a little time to get our guys healthy. We can set up our rotation. We can rest the bullpen. We can get some guys that haven't gotten a whole lot of at-bats in, get, get a little playing time so they'll be fresh and sharp come playoff time. And all of that was completely out the window. There is no substitute for showing up to the ballpark every day
3: with that fire and that right. burn in your tummy of, you know what, we've got to go out and win a baseball game That's today, right. guys. How about 10 days of, of dropping that intensity level down and kind of cruising? I, th- I think it's so hard to and ramp it back up. Oh, it's what I mean. But this ball club, if there's one that could do it, I, I'm i just saying the middle of the lineup can. I don't think pitching, yeah. no. I mean Pitching, I think you've got to stay mentally focused and stay where you're at.
1: But to your point, Randy, they're kind of in the driver's seat, you're saying, as far as they can figure out what's best for them a little bit. Yeah, and then uh, scans. I see your point as well, though, because y- there is there is some kind of hunger thing when you're just fighting, scrapping every night, and you take that into the postseason.
3: It, you know, well, I think it's going to be interesting to see how the manager handles it. Yes. yeah. Well, yeah. It's going to be really interesting. Uh, yeah, I I how, how Joe to Madden handles it. a handles bunch it. of guys a day off or two days off.
2: No, I and whether
1: and it. Randy, whether or not they overthink it, right? Whether or not they they I'm try saying. to use too much strategy. Yeah,
2: yeah. Joe Madden is the master <laughs> at handling these types <laughs> of things. Yeah. However. This is even uncharted territory for him. Mm -hmm. He has never been with a ball club that has clinched this far in advance. You think of all those years that he was with Tampa Bay. They were scratching and clawing and doing everything they could just to get to the postseason. So I don't think he ever had to worry about this before. Now he's got a little bit of a different creature. But that being said, he is such a unique guy that there's really no routine day for Joe Madden and his club, right? He's always mixing things up, which I think keeps it interesting for the course of the season. And so I think that keeps the guys on their toes. And so if anybody can manage this, I agree with you, Randy. Joe Madden, I think, is gonna have a chance to do it. uh, But he's gonna get tested also.
1: How impressed are you with this Chicago team and the way that these young players, I think these young players have really been able to come into their own under this organization. They've obviously developed a winning culture. Um, What do you see for them? Do you think they go all the way? Do they win the World Series? there's a long way away, but.
3: Well, you played there. Yeah. I well, they got a 103-year history of
2: blowing <laughs> it, don't they?
1: They do. <laughs> they so do. The odds are against them, I guess. In that regard, so where's but the you goat? B- you
2: bring up an interesting <laughs> point, Annie, and that is, every guy that they've brought up, all these prospects, all these future superstars that they've brought up, almost every single one of them has clicked. The only one that hasn't has been Solera, that hasn't l- lived up to expectations. And this so, they've been together for a couple of years now. Last year was their learning period. I think they can do it this year. I think that they've yeah. had the experience last year. I think they've got some pitching. I don't see any I reason why not. And they and bolstered that bullpen. Mm-hmm. To me, there's nothing that I look at that team and say, There's a real weak spot. I don't see a weak spot. Yeah, I don't either.
1: uh, Which is rare when you look at teams. I think that's rare to not see the weak spot. And really, this is what the potteries want to do. They want to build from within. They want to start in the farm system and build those guys up and create that kind of culture. So, you know, you see how it's worked for Chicago and obviously adding in the pieces they needed as well. But they've really created something there that they built year after year after year, kind of chipping away at it to make it now what it is. So it's I I mean, it's impressive. Well, it's
2: it's impressive and it was really brilliant in many ways because they did it the opposite of everybody else does it, which is you go out and you fill up your organization with good young pitching and you get all the arms and you figure, hey, we'll figure out where to get our bats later. They did the exact opposite. They went out and they got all the bats bats. and they said, you know what? We're not going to worry about having to get four young arms and hoping that one of them pans out. Mm -hmm. We're going to get all these bats. And then we're going to go buy some established pitching when we need it. That's exactly what they've done, That's and the so Cincinnati far the form too. Yeah,
1: Very exactly.
3: You know, sparky, Sparky had his eight guys. Yep. You know, he great th- point. He'd throw whoever he wanted to, because you knew you're going to see Pedro Borbone. <laughs> <in the laughs> <six, laughs> exactly. You know, or the seventh? <laughs> yeah. Good luck. You're <laughs> <see> Pedro, <laughs> you know.
1: uh, as we mentioned, the Giants beat the Cardinals, so now the Giants gained a game on the Dodgers. They're four games back. They're one game ahead of the Mets, Honey. two games ahead of the Cardinals in the NL Wild Card. Of, the, of those teams, who do you think has the best shot in that wild card? I mean, taking a look I at mean, what you, you what you can, have for you the future.
3: Or, I mean, don't, you never discount the Giants and no. Bochy and, and the veterans. Uh, e- even if, if they get in the wild card, yeah, you know, I still don't. <laughs> giants make me nervous. I <laughs> do mean, do they they ju- they're just seasoned <laughs> post-season.
1: They, they know how to turn it on when they have Man. it, right? I, I yeah. used
2: to think that, but after watching this last series against the Padres, yeah. the way the Padres just smoked them, I'm ju- yeah. I, I think they've got <laughs> so many problems right now that I'm not a believer in the Giants. I thought the Mets actually have been playing better baseball of late, and the Giants, to me, they're, they're more miraculous that they're actually still in the wild card than Jesus feeding the 4,000 with the seven loaves. Yeah, How do these yeah, guys yeah. do it? Uh. These guys have the worst record in the second half, and they're still hanging on somehow to a, to a wild card spot. It's absolutely like amazing to me, and I think the bu- yeah. bullpen issues that they have, Randy, are not going away. Yeah. They're
1: not going away, but what's weird is I kind of agree with Randy on this. That I feel like if they get in the postseason, they're still dangerous, the I mean Giants. They just th- figure out I a way I to I be dangerous. I thought I'd crack up But now. whether or not they're going to get in.
3: I th- if I heard it right the other night when – yeah, on, on the broadcast, so that, you know, they've expanded the roster, and that Bochy has 19 pitchers. Yeah.
1: And none of them can, <laughs> can and none of them get anybody them out. <laughs> 19, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> right. Exactly. None I of them are an asset right now. He's just flailing right <laughs> now.
3: He
0: just, he just sitting in warm
3: He's body.
2: He's <laughs> Yeah. He d- there's nowhere to go. And normally, I'm all about <laughs> guys knowing how to win, veteran guy, When you've got posies and you've <laughs> got pences right. and you've got bum garners and those types Crawford, of guys, I guys. just don't know that, A, they're healthy – and, B, that there's enough depth there to get well, them where well, they need
3: to go. Uh, tell me, how about, is it the Mets or the Cardinals? What do you like there? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's a good they're question, both too. Both and I think, them. Uh,
2: again, I'm going with the Mets. I just feel like they've been playing better baseball lately, and yeah. we'll, we'll wait and see. Yeah. But, I mean, we'll see how it finishes the last two weeks. It's because tight. It's crazy. It is.
1: Yeah, it uh, makes be fun it makes a, you a know, fun two this weeks. This Absolutely.
0: This, this
3: y- it's my favorite the last couple of weeks. Totally. Here, the wild card and what, and what it has the impact that it does. It, it makes baseball more fun. What was uh-huh. it two or three years ago? when, when there had s- there were so many games going on the last day. That oh yeah. Something. Yep. That me and, Yeah. And that you're still all invested. I, in. all I remember. Is the teams, I think the team was on the road, and I went down to my restaurant, and I had all I had all eight games on that. Mm-hmm watching baseball. Yeah. Just barbecue and sauce I'm dripping and off y- your yeah. fingers in
2: your and face, watching <laughs> baseball on I mean all the channels. <laughs> go, awesome. That <laughs> still happens at it home,
1: was, was right? So like so right too. <laughs> I was having a blast. And you get all those fans, and those fans are still, oh. you know, in it with their team, and it is. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Just
2: be careful not to pick up the remote after Randy's been here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> or wear any w- anything or white or at all. I'm
1: going to get your guys' <laughs> take on some Cy Young contention, and also, there was an interesting article today about the clubhouse vibe with the Yankees, and I think we can make it relevant for the Padres, so we're going to get to all that after the break please get social with us hashtag Padres SH on Twitter and come party with the Padres on Friday September 23rd for Fiesta in the Park presented by Verizon there's food and drink specials live entertainment and more all before the Padres take on the Giants at 7:40. get tickets today at Padres.com slash K Padre we will be right back with more Padres social hour after the break
0: You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park.
1: Welcome back to Padres Social Hour, weekend edition of Padres Social Hour. And I've got two pitchers on the couch with me, so that means we're going to get into some Cy Young conversation. How about that? Uh, I've got one I Cy Young winner, know. unfortunately, scans. I <laughs> don't know how to act I about that. <laughs> uh,
2: this, this. The closest I ever got to the Cy Young, young award <laughs> is right here, <laughs> sitting next to one, but sitting next to, <laughs> to a guy that's got one in his in his house on the trophy shelf. Who better shelf. to ask? Who better yeah. to ask and
1: who better to, you know, yeah, to get, get into the minds? You're, you're a pitcher. You you're hanging out you with Fergie. You still know. Yeah, I strive. I
2: strived for it. I just couldn't get it. You're just as just as close, in my opinion. All right. Fergie, where?
1: Well,
3: I mean, spring training and everything with the. Yeah,
2: I saw him a couple times. Just a couple? Just a couple, yeah. Ernie Banks spent a lot more time with us.
3: Yeah, but Ernie confused you though.
2: Ernie was the best, wasn't he? Yeah, I loved Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, good to see you. Good How you doing? How's the family? How are the kids? Great day to play too. I mean, he was the nicest man Unreal. ever. Oh, he was incredible. In he in the and the consistency he knew of it. No, it seriously, he wanted time. to know about your family and your kids and how's um, everything going. And I would you know.
1: argue you're the same way, but all right, yeah, you know, i mean, have <laughs> got two awesome. people here that are just as nice. But yeah, that's that is really cool. Yeah. Not not many very many people like that these days, by the way. But that's a different subject. Okay. Okay. Cy Young winners, so. The scuttlebutt of the season right now is that there's not a lock for the Cy Young winner. There's not, you know, there's not anyone that's like way ahead, so you're hearing a whole bunch of names being thrown out right now. And then there's the argument of so-and-so's war and -and so-and-so's ERA and -and so-and-so made a great, you know, showing in the last half and then you've got Kershaw and you've got this and that. So I thought who better to ask about what makes a good Cy Young winner? Like what should, we know that the, you know, they probably get romanticized with the stats and things like that. The people who vote on this, the MLB writers, but should they be smitten with those sabermetrics or should they be looking at something else for the winners? Hmm. Who wants to take it away first, Randy? Go ahead, Cy Young. <laughs> hey, you,
3: know, uh, you know, to me, and it, it, it's hard in this year, but it's always been wins. You know, the wins, okay. wins in the ERA are, 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 are things that are always there.
1: Hard to argue with, you're saying, well, num- relevant? Well, number
3: one, if you've got 20 wins, you know, you ain't got a five hour ERA. I guarantee you that. You know, your ERA is good. You don't. You know, but you've gone deep into ball games. You're not going five innings every fifth day. You know, you're getting some things done, and that, that's that's what I look at. I don't look at WAR and and all this other right. stuff. And I d- I don't. You, you don't know what your your FIP was when you were pitching, Randy? or Your BABIP or your your WHIP or didn't? No, you didn't. You, know. you didn't
2: know any of that stuff.
3: You know. I just <laughs> Made my forty starts, and I know I won twenty-two of them. And I'm with <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I'm, I'm not saying I that there isn't
2: value in some of those stats in terms of analyzing certain guys, but when it comes down to the Cy Young Award, I, uh, I'm sorry, wins. Are what it's all about. You're there to win baseball games, yeah. right? And believe, uh, look, you and I both know you can go out and pitch a great game and lose, right? There's a sure. lot of things that are out of your control in terms of the wins and losses. But we also played with guys that pitched just good enough to lose, mm. did we not? Very good point. And there's and there's a certain knack of and knowing how to win baseball games. There's a
3: certain knack of knowing how to win. Yes. You know. And so I don't think that that should be point. thrown who's to uh, the, who's the other point. side. Everybody. We well, what do you think about facing Tom Seaver or right? Right. You know, Carlton. You know, well, all I had to do is just give up one less run than he does. And I knew it was going to be two to one, one to nothing right. most right. of the time. Right. Exactly. Fine. I knew that going in. Right.
2: Or there are other times where you knew it. Look, I got a four or five run lead, no problem. Look, I'm just going to go at guys. Here's a fastball mm-hmm. down the middle. Uh, maybe I give up two or three ones. We're still going to walk away with the win, but I'm not going to grind myself and, and get myself ready for the next yeah. start. I mean, you're pacing yourself for the season, and you know how to. You know, I, you know, I got to it save the bullpen. There's a lot that goes into it. <laughs> Should there,
1: there be consideration to a pitcher that maybe? You know, um, helps the, the team. I mean, for some, maybe a second half pitcher that really like puts some magic into a team, makes a postseason run or something. Should there be any kind of wait for a little bit of a, an intangible that is not stat related? Or no? No. Okay. <laughs> Good. No, Glad to see how I it don't shut down there. I, d- I don't see
3: that. I mean, yeah. you know, like uh, the Cy Young is the most viable pitcher, and, and obviously, uh, I think. Clayton Kershaw was uh, probably on his way to another one before the injury. Are you kidding me? He's phenomenal, what he's done, the consistency in in watching him pitch and how effective he is. But, you know, injuries do that, and so that makes there's more opportunities for other pitchers out there.
2: I think you – like randy says it's not the be all end all Mm. in terms i I think it can influence voters though a guy that's having a better second half Mm. but you've got to look at the full year body of work and and again i'm not trying to when i was talking about the wins and losses earlier i'm not saying that they're the win be all end all either era does not lie for the most part depending on how your defense is i'm a big fan of looking at the whip the walks and hits per innings pitched in terms of how many guys are actually getting on base And the other thing that I look at now, which actually sounds weird because I think the stat is actually bogus, is the quality start. I don't think there's anything quality about a six-inning, three-run start. (laughs) But that being (laughs) said, when you start looking at everybody's number of quality starts, and you've got one guy that has 24, and the next guy has 18, well, there is some significance in saying, relatively speaking, this guy six more times went out there, and kept you closer in a ball game than the other guy, saving your bullpen yep. and giving your team a chance to win. So I, I don't like how it's described as a quality start, mm-hmm. but I think it's an interesting stat to look at relative to other people in the league. And it's one of the things for that's me a, that's, that's a separator in, yeah. in
3: terms of who I would choose this year. That's one
2: of the Let's separators for me. It's Great just, just like you,
3: you look at Cueto and in, in what he's yes. done up in San Francisco. Yeah. Like last night, once again. Yep. I mean, you're looking through the th- in, a, in, a, in a short you know a short night. There weren't a lot of ball games last night. A lot of travel. You know, all of a sudden there's six innings, five and a third. Oh, there's somebody went seven, another six, six, yeah. five and a third, four. And then all of a sudden there's nine. I went nine. Right. You know, here's <laughs> a guy going nine Absolutely. innings and slamming the door. And
1: it and rarely happens. Wow. I think that former pitchers should decide the Cy Young Award. What do you think about that? Versus
3: MLB writers. I, I wouldn't. F- don't fix something that ain't broke.
1: Okay. No, well, it's no, I think it's look. broke. Isn't it broke? Annie, whole? I actually love that or idea. No. You yeah, know okay. why? Because no, you guys know. You know <laughs> what exactly. it's
2: Randy Jones, former Cy Young winner. He would know. He should be on the committee as a guy that's been there, knows what it takes to win a Cy Young. He can look at all these other guys, and, and you kind of filter through some of the stuff that's just eyewash. The smoke versus and mirrors. I don't know, Yeah, that. which yes. is really serious. I, I like that idea of having some former Cy Young winners on See? a committee. Hmm. I'm a fan.
1: Nominate you, Randy. Me and scans are don't gonna make it happen. Well, there <laughs> th- there
3: still could be a unanimous vote yeah. for the Cy Young with if we voted. Yeah. yeah, but it wouldn't happen very often. No, I know it wouldn't happen no. very often. <laughs> but I'd like to be in that room. There'd be in some knockdown uh, yeah. Down yeah. Down arguments. I have no I problem. Happen you'd, happen guys. you'd have some now good that debates would be going fine, on. Bad. All yeah. right, I like that part.
1: <laughs> All right, great conversation. We appreciate you giving well, us your pitcher's mind.
3: But who's gonna who's gonna win the Cy Young? Who's gonna
1: win the quick Give be me your best argument quickly for who's going to win. I, mean, I
3: don't.
2: There's I'm a sure lot of contention
1: know. right now. There's a lot of, of guys in contention right now.
2: Well, I'll give you mine real quick. I know it's between the three Cubs. You've mm-hmm. got Hendricks, yeah, you've got Arietta, and you've got Lester. Between those guys, I'm going with Lester for two reasons. First of all, he's got the second-best DRA, the second-best whip. He's got a ton of wins. And also, I went back to that quality start stat. He's got more than anybody else in the National League. That's the guy that I've got to go with in a pretty tight race. Has
3: Hendricks been more uh, more okay. valuable this, uh, this second half? He's has he thrown the ball a little bit better since the all-star break? Yeah,
2: as long as he doesn't have to throw it to first base. Well, yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. I love <laughs> it. That was a good
1: <laughs> argument, too. I'm going to let you, too, yeah, I, I, c- 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 continue it was debating the cups, in the break. In my opinion,
2: it's yeah. right there.
1: <laughs> hey, Padres mm-hmm. fans, September is Fan Rewards Month. Be at Petco Park for any game this month, and you could be one of the many lucky fans who get rewarded for just being a fan. There will be giveaways, including Sony TVs and headphones, stays at the Omni Hotel, and much more. Make sure to be at Petco Park this month. We'll be right back with more Padre Social Hour after the break.
0: From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padre Social Hour. Picked up the newspaper. Welcome
1: back to Padre Social Hour. We are here at Petco Park. The team is in Colorado getting ready to face the Rockies game one of a three game set. And I'm about to put you two on the Cholula Hot Seat. You mean we haven't are been you all day?
3: Ready? I thought we have been on the well, hot yeah, seat. What, what have we been doing? This is
1: a whole hot seat episode. <laughs> all right, MLB has started its first, it's called a pop-up shop, which if you don't know, it's like a, you know, they, they throw in kind of a storefront retail store in downtown London to test the international waters. And they've got, you know, cl- apparel from all 30 teams. They've got hats jerseys, memorabilia from all 30 teams and they're trying to figure out what kind of interest there is in London and internationally for MLB. Now, they're thinking of doing some games there just like the NFL has done since 2007. They play a regular season game there every year. MLB is considering throwing an MLB game into the international waters across the pond. I am putting you on the hot seat to ask you, good idea, bad idea? Do you think there's interest? Do you think they should be focusing their efforts elsewhere or, or do you like this? Let's start with scans. Okay.
2: I love this for <laughs> a couple of reasons. First of all, I think the temperament of the European culture would embrace the pace of baseball I think they are less about needing to have instant satisfaction right now look they sit there and watch soccer for three hours at a time (laughs) to get one goal right (laughs) I think that they could sit there and watch a baseball game and enjoy it number two they already have baseball out there they've got it in Italy they have it in Spain they have it in the Netherlands so baseball is already getting exposed out there number three I was just recently over there and I saw a ton of people wearing MLB gear and it wasn't Mm -hmm. just Americans going over there there were actually European citizens who are wearing Major League Baseball gear. Now, the number one team that I saw, unfortunately, wasn't the Padres, Randy. It was the Yankees, a ton of Yankee uh, stuff. So I, my right. guess is that it's they're going to sell a ton of Yankee stuff. Yeah. I don't know if the Twins are going to sell a whole lot of product <laughs> out there, but I'm all for it. I, I think that actually yeah. it, w- it would be a good thing to expose that uh, the I Europeans to some Major League, are league are Baseball. Randy?
3: Are we talking about doing licensing and selling – Merchandise or are we talking? We're about? Selling merch, we're selling merch, baby. We're selling merch. Oh, we're moving I goods. Mean, you mean like uh, part of the 162 games schedule will be in England?
1: Right. As in like so in the Australia? NFL sends one. Yeah, the NFL, you know, one. Well, now it's like three games they have in London, but they started with one game and you send two teams over there. And exactly kind of like, but it, but it counts. It's, it's I think the Australia ones were pre or, uh, preseason, but the, yes, it would count. It would be.
3: Are we talking about this game catching on worldwide?
2: well i i just want to see it for three games in europe where they're selling croissants and wine in the stands and i'm going we're about to be <laughs> out
1: of time so randy <laughs> I, you're going to get no, off the cholula I mean seat i love that no i like <laughs> it
3: i mean i love the idea if that's what we're talking about on the yeah. internet yeah but i might have started somewhere else other than england oh. well it
1: also plays personally. into too uh, you know uh, for, for nfl now it's your non-playoff teams that go because it can really screw up your schedule i mean Traveling internationally, going over there, can really screw up the way that you... So non-playoff teams tep- typically go, but... Let me know
2: when we go to Australia. I want to go watch those games. Really, you'd rather travel... F- 15 hours to go over uh, sure. down under, and I'm not. I'm, I'm on board. They love right. baseball down there, yeah, too. Do, yeah. man. Yeah,
1: Croissants, berets, baseball, I like it. Bring it on, Annie. Uncapped real flavor with Cholula hot sauce, Croissant the hot sauce with the wine. iconic winning cap and the yeah. official hot sauce we of the like, San Diego Padres. We'll be right back with more Padres croissants. Social Hour. I can see Randy in a beret. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store.
1: And welcome back to Padres Social Hour, everybody. We are getting ready for game one, Padres versus Rockies in Colorado. So we're gonna take a look at the lineup presented by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. So we've got Travis Jankowski leading off, John Jay, Will Myers, followed by Ryan Schimpf in the cleanup spot, Alex Dickerson, we've got Luis Sardinas, Derek Norris catching, Alexi Amarista, and then Christian Friedrich taking the mound. So here we go with our head to head challenge. I see Scans is thinking over there. Let's throw up the stats real quick. Let's throw up the standings. Blooper, which you can <laughs> so Cole, <laughs> <laughs> Cole, our <laughs> producer, nice our job, producer Cole. for the like for that?
3: this nice job, series
1: <laughs> that uh blooper's gone has put we his look face.
3: I like in how you kept May blooper's glasses nice. on.
1: <laughs> Let's okay, get Photoshop job. Bloopers right there. Is leading. We're gonna see how much blooper is leading by by the time he comes back. Uh, so really, this is the couch's time to really make a run for it. Do Stan's I get the first no pick? No pressure. You get yes the first pick. I'm all
2: over this, and I'm gonna follow the former Cy Young Award's advice. Remember, he said Beautiful. the scouting report was: you pick up the paper, you see who's <laughs> hot. Who's been hotter <laughs> than Luis Sardinias lately, huh? Oh, six-game hitting streak. Perfect. He's got seven hits in his last 14 plate appearances. I'm all over him. Take That's it. my man. Good call. Nice. Who you Cole. got? I got Alexi Amarista. What? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. He's, he got he got thrown in the lineup. He's due for a home run. He has zero this year. So, just just wait. <laughs> oh, he's he's like, got no. zero. He's due. No, no. no. Wow. <laughs> we don't.
3: You don't what? want him to go on
1: so deep. so cute. I <laughs> like this. He'll yeah. Be, yeah hey, it's uh, fantastic. He'll be trying to
3: go deep the rest <laughs> of the year, though.
2: All I can say is I'm glad I don't have to do that explaining the <laughs> blooper oh. when he comes ah. back. I mean, you choose All I can
1: say is maybe Cole's going to make it interesting for us these I next know. four games so that blooper comes back to a, a smaller lead than he had. He's blowing <laughs> that lead. He
2: had a 20-game <laughs> lead, and it's going to be down to seven after today. Cole
1: might be helping out the couch here, all right? I love it. Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail, the cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find a Supercuts near you at supercuts.com. Nothing better than a tight race, right?
0: Amen. We'll
1: be right back with more Padres Social Hour.
0: Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour.
1: Welcome back to Padres Social Hour, final segment of the show. We are getting ready for the first of a three-game set in Colorado, Padres versus Rockies. We've got Christian Friedrich on the mound today, pitched the best game of his season last Saturday, seven scoreless innings, season-high 10 strikeouts. What are you looking for in Colorado? Tougher place, obviously, well, for him to pitch. Well,
3: it's going to be been impressive. They're really worry about maybe innings and stuff, the wear and looked really good as far as the endurance. I think he's kind of – his, his uh, mechanics have cleaned him up. He's been a little more consistent, which re- the results show, seven yeah. innings of, you know, well-pitched baseball, uh, you know, with a good breaking ball. And it, you know, once again, it's uh, him, Perdomo, it's, it's all about command, even Clemens. It's, it's, it's about command. If you have command and you establish down in the strike zone with, with, with the, the talent that they have, you know, and if you stay down there, and you know, all of a sudden then when you, if you make a mistake up a little bit, element of surprise you can mm. get away with it yep. they're not sitting on it but when you don't have that command it's two balls it's three and one all the time and you're missing spots and out of the strike zone um, you know, I think it just those are the times when the hitter gets a little more comfortable and starts looking for that mistake and and when, when Christian's down they can't do that and right. That's what he has to do
1: right we're about to be out of time here stands but I would say do you agree
3: I agree. You know, it's interesting. He's done
2: great against this former club. He's going to face him for the third time. I'm wondering if he's thinking in his mind, I got to mix something up or do you stick with what you've been doing and force the hitters to make the change? That's That's something to watch for in
1: tonight's game. All right. Thank you, gentlemen, both so much for a great show for Nikki, for Maddie, for Cole, for scans and for Randy. Thanks for watching.